everybody. Welcome to our Big Brother podcast. I'm Megan. This is Jason. And today we are here to talk about episode 15 of Big Brother All-Stars. Yeah. Okay, let's get right into it. So basically, you know, the episode starts and one of the very first things that happen is uh, Davon and Bailey kind of plotting about how they're going to take one of them off the block. One of them's going to grab the veto and put up a bigger target. And that's kind of what they're planning to do mm-hmm. during the whole transaction. And, of course, Bailey gets a little emotional during the whole thing. <laughs> and she talks about, yeah. oh, I don't even want to do this anymore. And, of course, mm-hmm. Davon's just trying to, like, encourage her and talk her up. And Davon's like, listen, like, you're my ride or die. Like, I need you in this game. Like, I need you not just for you, but I need you for me. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious because... You know, of course, while they're having this little, like, bestie powwow thing, David (laughs) awkwardly comes up and he's, like, giving him a hug, like, with them. Like, poor David. He's a little. He just, like, appeared in the room. (laughs) It was so weird. He's giving him a best friend hug and he's not even in that, like, best friend relationship. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know they're cool together, but. (laughs) <laughs> they, he is not even in the same ballpark as Davon and Bailey are together. Yeah. So we had a pretty good LOL at that. <laughs> and in that spot, you know, he kind of talks about his power that he has, that he got in the yeah. BB basement. And he says, hey, you know, I, I would like to use it on them, but I need to put it in my back pocket just in case I need to use it on myself. Yeah, which, which is smart. I agree. Yeah. I mean, if that was like his best best friend or something, if he had a final two with one of them, I could see him doing something like that maybe. But you would have to be my very best friend for me to use such a gift on you. Yeah. Basically. So then we see Bailey talking to Christmas and, you know, she's kind of, running into, you know, the HOH room to talk to Christmas because she just kind of wants to see what went wrong and what happened. And, of course, Christmas is in there still crying, just sobbing, sobbing, sobbing. And Bailey's in the diary room like, I don't see why she's the one crying when I'm Mm -hmm. the one who's on the block. Yeah. And I don't know. Christmas was a class act. You know, she said, hey, it's not personal. You know, I just, you know, want to share a drink with you and, you know, I want to, you know, be mm-hmm. friends outside the house, this, that, and the other. So that's kind of what happened with that. But again, Bailey is still very confused why she's on the block and she never really got an answer other yeah. than Christmas just rehashing like, hey, like the two of you are like ride or dies and you guys are best friends and you'll never choose mm-hmm. me over the other yeah and again you know (laughs) bailey didn't really confirm or deny it i mean she was just kind of like yep yeah like you're right so anyways then danny is talking to christmas Mm -hmm. oh i'm sorry hold on let's back up for a minute danny davon and nicole are talking davon says it was tyler who was coming for them that's where she divulges to Danny that it's the one that Tyler is the one blowing the whistle on everything. Mm -hmm. So 
then Danny goes up to the HOH room and she starts talking to Christmas saying that Tyler's trying to pit all the girls against each other. Um, and of course now Christmas, Christmas was actually very encouraging. She's like, Hey, we have the committee. We've got our, you know, strong group of six. And I really think we need to stick with that. But you can see all of these alliances, like so many alliances, they're just kind of, kind of crumbling at this point. So, I mean, Christmas is just trying to keep the peace and keep everybody together, and she's just trying not to lose sight of what they have. Mm-hmm. So, then they go picking for the veto meeting, and Christmas chooses Nicole. Um, Davon chooses Danny, and then Bailey chooses Ian. Mm. And... Ian ends up not feeling good, which we were kind of talking about it, and we kind of determined that we don't think that's ever really happened in Big Brother history because then it was just the five of them playing. They didn't replace the nominee. They just kept it, like, the same five that had been Mm -hmm. drawn minus Ian. Yeah, instead of replacing him, which I thought was pretty weird. I figured they'd draw again or have Ian choose a replacement or something, but... Uh, I would never think they'd let Ian choose a replacement, but maybe drawing, but I guess, I don't know. Apparently, he was, like, medically cleared, like, saying, hey, you know, he really shouldn't be playing. Yeah. And we kind of talked about it a little bit, and I think just the anxiety of this game this season has just been very overwhelming, Mm -hmm. just because we've kind of all been locked up in a house just in general with the whole COVID thing. But it's like now they're choosing to be locked up in a house together. (laughs) And I think it's really I think. And again, the stakes are high. They're playing with people who have already been in the game and already, you know, know what to do. So, yeah, I think it's a little overwhelming at times. And I just think Ian is kind of letting his anxiety get the best of him with his not sleeping and his everything. And I mean, I guess we can kind of take a short break and talk about it. I mean, if this is him on week what? What week is this? Week yeah. five? Yeah, five or six. Five, five or six. Yeah, it's week five. Yeah. And he's already having anxiety. Like, bro, we haven't even made it to the jury house yet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it kind of makes me wonder, like, how well he's truly going to do. Well, it makes me wonder if he continues to have, like, actual health problems where he's, like, having pains in his chest. Like, I wonder if the big brother producers are gonna be like hey you know you might need to be like disqualified or kicked out or whatever they would call it you know what i mean right that's gonna be a liability for them if this dude just has a heart attack or dies or something crazy i know season and that would you know obviously not be good for the show or for anybody else watching on live tv oh i know or just like him i mean yeah or him (laughs) i mean anything so it does it kind of it's gonna be weird if he like ends up kind of just leaving yeah and i mean there have been people in the past who have self-evicted basically just saying i give up i'm done oh yeah just people that can't handle just people who can't handle the pressure of the game and people who can't you know focus Hmm. and do what they need to do um so again we have no idea what's gonna happen with ian but we're still fairly early in the game, so for him to be having this level of anxiety with it, it just makes me wonder how he's going to make it through the rest of the season. 
Yeah. So, okay, since we got off on that little, I mean, no hate. I hope the best for Ian. I hope he gets it together. I think, again, and we'll talk about it more, but there's. it seems like more and more people are crumbling mm-hmm. as the episode goes on. But let's get into the veto. So Danny and Nicole, obviously, the both of them are picked for the veto. And they don't want to play. So Danny tells Nicole in one of these rooms, she says, Hey, I'm thinking about throwing the veto to Devon. Or I could win and pull Devon off the block and then possibly backdoor Tyler. Yeah. Because now for her, Tyler is in an enemy number one, basically. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically the veto competition, we'll just go ahead and dive right in. The veto competition was math, math, cathlon, cathlon, something like that. Mm. So basically for the, the, everybody stays on, you know, a button, you know, they hold the button with their leg and, and yeah. And then when they see. They do a little bit of math, and when they see lucky number 13, they get off of, you know, the thing and run and push the button mm-hmm. and run as fast as they can to hit the button. So each each one had a trophy. So every time you got off, basically you would get the trophy and open up and see what was in that trophy. So race number one, um, the first one to get eliminated was – Dave on <laughs> and I'm like girl this is like your chance to save mm-hmm. yourself and you are literally eliminated from a false first start yeah so of course she opens it up and da 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 there's the veto mm-hmm. so of course she holds on to the veto and then the second race Bailey is eliminated because she, just like Dave on she also had a false first start and she got a home a home gym slot pass basically is what she had. Yeah. And so um, then in the third race, Danny was the last to press the button. They actually got lucky number 13 on that one, but she was the last to ring in. Mm-hmm. And so basically she got something for a costume. So she traded um, Davon. Oh, I'm sorry. She, she, she traded Bailey, the power of veto mm-hmm. for the home gym and slot pass. Yeah. And then, so it's basically at that point, race number four is down between Nicole and Christmas. And Nicole um, is the one to get fourth place. She did not beat Christmas. Mm-hmm. And she got the $5,000 prize. And she decides with this $5,000 prize. She's going to go ahead and give it to to Devon to wear a costume. Mm -hmm. And that was definitely a shocker. One, because we don't like Nicole that much. But then again, I guess it's really not too big of a shocker because she's using the $5,000 prize and she's giving it to Devon. Yeah. Basically just kind of letting her know like, hey, I'm on your side. Hey, I gave you $5,000. You know, she's kind of using it as a game move to earn trust with Dave Vaughn. Mm -hmm. And yeah, cool. It's nice to win $5,000. But, you know, at the same time, like Nicole's playing the long con, basically. She wants Dave Vaughn to remember that she did her a favor. Yeah. So 
of course, um, they switch. And Christmas, she opens up her first place trophy. And she gets something called a triathlete race. I have no idea what that was all about. They didn't do a very good job of explaining yeah, that. I don't feel like they said anything about it. It, it, sa- it said you run 500 laps or something. And then it, it, was it like a big prize if you do it? I don't understand that one at yeah, all. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that was very clear at all. But, of course, she decided that she was going to trade Bailey the power of veto. Yeah. So, so Bailey is like, oh, you want it fair and square, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So, next thing we know, of course, Nicole is in her slop-tard uniform. Yeah. Um, which was this cute little boxy uniform that she's going to wear. And I thought it was interesting because, you know, remember earlier in the season, Davon was saying, oh, I want to wear a costume. I've never worn a costume in Big Brother before. And then, Nicole, I mean, I would definitely rather have $5,000 than a costume. Yeah. But then Nicole basically took that from her, Mm. which was kind of interesting. I know it wasn't intentional, but I'm sure she would have much rather had the $5,000. And then, so that was that. That was the last kind of fun, quirky thing they did. Until mm-hmm. they get into the darker part of Big Brother, mm, which so dark. which mm. everybody were was talking about. Oh, Tyler, he doesn't look well. He's yeah. losing weight. This, that, and the other, and you can just see Tyler is kind of going down to the dumps. He's kind of losing his grip, and he is just overwhelmed and riddled with guilt because. He believes that he is the one that is pitting the house against Davon and Bailey. Mm -hmm. So Tyler, just being emotional and feeling sad, goes and talks to Davon and they go to Bailey and he tells them that he wants Christmas to be the one to take them, to take one of them off the block and put him up to backdoor him. And they are just like, whoa, because, you know, he just says, oh, I feel like I've pitted everybody against you guys. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want, you know, I don't want people to view me in such a bad way and all this kind of stuff. So they're like, yeah, great. Go talk to Christmas. Like, go do it right now. (laughs) So then Tyler, again, this this is the same guy who's got a final two with Christmas and he goes up to her HOH room and he talks to her and he is he's the one who says, hey, I feel like I've been planting the seeds um, to get Bailey and Davon up on the block. And he's feeling so guilty. And she's over here saying, like, I'm the one who chose to put them on the block. You know, Bailey was the one coming in talking to me saying that, you know, Davon was her number one. And I see that as a threat. Yeah. And, you know, he's just like, I just feel like you need to put me up and evict me. And she's basically trying to talk some sense into Tyler saying that backdooring him would destroy her game. Right. I mean, that's her final two. Like she's in a final two with Tyler. Like, and on top of that, now Bailey and Davon will both be safe and then they'll come after her. Mm -hmm. And she basically says like, that makes no sense whatsoever. Right. So, and of course she's right. So Bailey and Davon, they're upstairs talking and they're playing some kind of game. And 
Bailey says to Devon, kind of in confidence, she says, I still don't fully trust Tyler. Like, I haven't really buried the hatchet with Tyler. Mm -hmm. I still feel like he's just trying to look good on national television. Like, she's just, she's very skeptical. And, of course, I understand why. You know, of course Mm. she's paranoid because he's done her dirty one time. What makes her think she wouldn't, he wouldn't be doing her dirty a second time. So then this is what happened. Davon and Christmas are talking and Davon is trying to make Christmas feel super comfortable about her decision to remove her and put Tyler up on the block. And she's trying, she's like trying overly hard. She's saying, oh, you know, like. We're not coming for you and, you know, what Bailey wants. She wants Tyler's head on a silver platter. She mm-hmm. is not coming for you. Yeah. And she's not concerned. And Christmas kind of takes this information and is like, well, what? Yeah. Like, that? that's crazy. So then we see Tyler and Christmas talking in the HOH room. And she tells Tyler that Bailey wants Tyler's head on a silver platter. And now this has him rethinking everything. And I know it wasn't intentional, but it obviously backfired (laughs) a lot. Yeah, it did. It's just funny how that kind of worked out because he was just kind of like, what am I doing? Like, I'm here trying to, you know, make everything right with Bailey. I'm here trying to, you know, basically sacrifice my game. Mm-hmm. to make things right with her and all this kind of stuff. But yet she hasn't buried this hatchet with me. Like she's mm-hmm. still coming after me. And this kind of, I feel like is snapping him back into reality. reality. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, well maybe it's not over. So then the veto meeting comes. And of course, like we always know in big brother, Christmas decides not to use the power of veto, and she keeps Bailey and Avon up on the block, mm-hmm. which should not surprise anybody. And just like I was telling Jason, like, it's crazy because Christmas literally passed up a home gym, yeah. not eating slop, $5,000. She passed up a lot so she could hold the veto in her hand. Yeah. And... I mean, basically, like I was telling Jason, I was like, it would be crazy for her to win the veto and then backdoor Tyler, who's supposed to be the guy she's going all the way to the end with. Yeah. So, I mean, I knew she wouldn't even I think she because, again, I think in this game, there are so it's such a mental game that, of course, players are going to have low points. Mm -hmm. And I think she just saw Tyler was in his. But it kind of seemed like in the diary room. When he was talking towards the very end, Mm -hmm. you know, Tyler was saying, you know, okay, well, I understand. I'm not here to make friends or build connections. Like, I'm here to win $500,000 is what I'm here to do. And it's kind of like all of a sudden he remembered Mm -hmm. what he was there to do and that his mission is far from over and he still has a long way to go, Mm -hmm. which I'm really glad about because I don't want to see – Tyler in that state again I mean he's got to get a grip he's got to remember what he came there to do and I know that's hard I know that is way easier said than done Mm. but he's got to just keep his head on his shoulders and keep moving forward Um, I agree I would have been super bummed if if, if she would have actually put him up in place and he would have gone home 
you know, for something stupid like this because I'm sorry, but Davon and Bailey aren't my favorite players. They've said a lot of stuff that's just rubbed me the wrong way, and Bailey's so emotional. Ugh. It's, just, it's annoying. So, and, and like we've talked about, she's been better than yeah, others. Been, her other season. She's been better, but yeah, I mean, I like Tyler, and you know, we wanted to see him win in season twenty or whatever it was that he was in, mm-hmm. and you know, he got close, but he didn't. And you know, I do like him, so I would have been bummed to see him go. Uh, and there's plenty of other people that she could have backdoored. I would have been super happy to see her actually take one of them down and put Danny up, for example. Or, or Nicole. Or Nicole or Memphis or somebody that's been shady. Mm-hmm. And just actually make, like, a power move that's shocking and, you know, whatever. But anyway. Yeah. But – and then just one thing I wanted to say before I forget – um, of course, you know, before the veto meeting mm-hmm. is closed out, Bailey says, um, can we share who your untouchable, untouchable is? Mm-hmm. And Christmas says no. Mm-hmm. So, of course, Bailey is in the diary room and Bailey is mad. And just like Kesar, I don't think Bailey is going to go out quiet. No. I'm I mean, she is mad. She is emotional. She is chaotic and Mm. you know i mean i know christmas thinks that what she was doing was the right thing by targeting the two of them but bailey is gonna stomp her feet and make some noise on the way out the door Mm. um and then of course um davon you know she's just trying to keep it together i think davon can be an emotional player too but not nearly as much as Bailey. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'd much rather see Devon stay than than Bailey from the from the emotional standpoint for sure. Mm-hmm. So, who do we think is going to walk out the door tomorrow night? Oh, definitely Bailey. I agree. I don't think. I don't really even think it'll be close to be honest, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean. Again, I think there's going to be a lot of drama that happens tomorrow when they show their 30-minute yeah. clip of what happens before the nomination – or not the nomination ceremony, the eviction ceremony. I'm sure they'll have some drama with Bailey yelling at Tyler saying, I knew you were full of crap and all this, and she's probably going to accuse him of not even asking Christmas to, to pull her to pull one of them off the block and – Christmas will probably have to step in and say, you know, oh, he came, but I just told him no or whatever. Yeah. And that'll stir her up even more about, you know, I thought you were my friend. I know. All this garbage. So, yeah, it should be pretty spicy. I know. (laughs) Tomorrow's going to be really, really interesting, I bet. And, again, we'll see Bailey walk out the door and, you know, at least we assume – but, mm-hmm. again, we'll also have HOH competition being yeah. played tomorrow. What do you? Who do you hope to see win HOH tomorrow? Oh, man. Um, well, I'd love to see Tyler win it again <laughs> since he's having a meltdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see mm, – I don't know. I think it's I – would, I would like to see anybody except Danny or – Nicole or Nicole basically yeah um I mean I wouldn't even mind if you know Davon won it 
and whatnot. That would be kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, and anybody else that's you know, Cody or Enzo or any maybe not Memphis. I wouldn't want to see him get it again because I think he's been kind of a bully with it so far that we've seen. But yeah, um, yeah, I think that's about it. What about you? I agree with you. I think basically anybody besides Danny, anybody besides Nicole, mm-hmm. um, anybody besides Memphis, I actually would a- I would actually like to see Davon win mm. now that she's kind of, you know, once. Well, I mean, I don't know. I kind of don't want – I know she'll shake things up, mm-hmm. but I'm sure she would just turn around – because she's mad and she's salty, I'm sure she'd just turn around and throw up Tyler and Christmas. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I kind of don't want to see that happen because yeah. I like both Tyler and Christmas. Well, doesn't – what was um, what was Christmas's special power, the blocker thing? What was that? That's a good thing? question. Um, that was like, did it block – Man, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, the blocker prevents someone from being the replacement nominee. The replacement, okay. So that kind of just, I guess, almost prevents a backdoor, huh? <sighs> I don't remember. We're going to have to. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And another thing I was going to ask, do you think there's any chance whatsoever that Danny would use her HOH power to let Christmas compete again? Or do you think she'll just try to save that? for herself because she's said that she's not good at winning i can't see that happening i i mean because like i think danny wants to be buddy buddy with christmas Uh but she's not i i think she would use it on herself for sure and i think she would use it on nicole Mm. but obviously everything with tyler is crumbling yeah um i don't know where she stands with cody and Mm -hmm. memphis she doesn't really seem to trust memphis either so yeah I mean, it, I think she would only ever use her power if it came down between her and Nicole. Do you think she's just going to let it go to waste if neither one of them She might. Power? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I agree. I don't. I, I think she's way too selfish, but I was just curious if, if you thought she might try to win Christmas over. Mm. Um, I, I got a feeling they're going to try to pull the females together. Um, yeah, I kind of have a feeling too. Stupid Bailey and Davon keep playing that card over and over and over. Oh, they're trying to separate the women, separate the women. I know. Well, yeah, that is a good point. I've kind of thought that too, that they're going to try to bring everybody in on, well, I say everybody, all the women in together and just kind of make a yeah. girl's side. Mm-hmm. We don't see that happen every season, but. It's just kind of like, you know, even with, you know, there's in their little six alliance that you've got Memphis, Tyler, and Cody, and then you've got Danny, Nicole, and Christmas. And I'm surprised that um, Nicole and Danny have kind of gotten close, but Christmas has been kind of more of an outsider of all of that. But you know why? I really think that Nicole and Danny are mean girls. Oh, yeah. And I think that's exactly why Christmas is not buddy-buddy with them. Because yeah. I really, truly don't believe that Christmas is a mean girl. No, she's not. I think she's actually a really sweet person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why she's not in on, you yeah. know, the drama with them, which I'm glad. I I really hope I see Christmas go far, too. She's yeah, me too. physically, you know, competitive. 
She's a smart girl. She's mm-hmm. socially smart. And I don't want to see her leave yeah, anytime soon because I think she's a great player. So, Yeah, I agree. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for coming out. Thanks for listening to our podcast. And we will talk about what happens tomorrow. Yep, sounds good. All right, bye. Bye.